get ready for Smoke Night Live with Master Sensei. Boom! Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is Smoke Night Live, episode 216. Jeez. I'm your host, Master Sensei. Is that <laughs> what they call me? Yes! <laughs> embrace it! I, I I can't embrace that. And my... Uh, You're on this weird, like, midlife... My mid-sensei life crisis. My producer, Jordan. How are you doing, Jordan? Yeah, I'm doing good. You're doing good? Just producing the heck out of this show. Producing the heck out of 216, Jordan. Whilst smoking Caldwell. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. Before wait, let's before we get in before we talk about that, Jordan. You guys gotta tune into the show. You guys gotta keep tuned into the show because we're going to give away some killer prizes. One of those prizes is a prize pack of five dojo releases. Now, let me show you these five dojo releases so you'll know what you're in for. Get this. Let me pull these out of this here. We got a dogma. Dogma right there. We have a... I'm just grabbing them as they come. A original sarsaparilla, Jordan. Oh, sassy. An OG sassy. That doesn't suck. Mm-mm-mm. A. How many eight, eight years has those things got on them? Yeah, how many? That was not grammatically correct. A bonsai. You got a bonsai from Aganorsa Leaf. You will get a original Whiskey Rebellion. This is the first one that we released a few years back. One of our originals. And... A the first of the Room 101 noodles. Head in bowl. So you'll get that whole prize pack if you win. So you can, but you got to watch and participate tonight. Tonight is all about audience participation. And that is going to be how you can enter and how you can win. And all of that, Jordan, all of it will happen in the second half of the show when we get to our Fab Five lists. We have five lists that we're going to try to formulate on the show. Five lists of five. But that isn't all. There's going to be another person that's going to get a five-pack of the new... Cabanas. Cabanas, which we will oh. talk about in great detail on the show. But somebody's going to get a five-pack of these bad boys, which I'm smoking right now from JR Cigars. These, Jordan... Very sexy. These uh, Jaime Garcia, Don Pepin Garcia blended. Come on. Them Garcias, though. Them Garcias know what they're doing. And if you win that five-pack, Jordan, mm. you will also get this sweet Zykar cutter. Jeez. Which is Take it easy. a Cabanas cutter. A so that's cutter. the two prizes? Two prizes. One prize gets the Dojo Sampler, and the other prize gets the five-pack of Cabanas and the Zykar cutter. So, but you guys got to stay tuned towards till the end of the show to help us with our Fab Five lists. That's how you enter, and that's how you will win. Should you be lucky Chaz enough, Chaz is smoking an OG sassy right win. now. See, Chaz is a good God. man. Chaz knows his cigars. There's not too Jordan. many of those things floating around. No, there's not. Uh, Jordan, you brought up the cigar. This week was a big week for the dojo. We announced the newest dojo. Collaboration oh. this week or this time around. This that was week. one sexy old Japanese guy. So Jordan, your brother Dominic drew the drawing, and you came up with the uh, packaging design. Yeah, team brother teamwork on that. Brother one. teamwork. So that's uh, Dojo Brothers in action. Here it is. It's a Lancero, Jordan. We've never done a Lancero before, and there's something special about this Lancero, Jordan. Should we tell folks why it's so special and how it's interesting and how it really isn't aged on we purpose? F- we fresh rolled these dogs. These are fresh rolled. So now you guys might be saying to yourself, "Oh, that means that they just came out with this they just came out with this cigar recently and they just had to bang it out." That's exactly not true. Wrong. Wrong. Why did you think that? The truth is Robert Caldwell said, "Hey, I've got this Lancero that is insanely good, but it's best when you know you smoked right out of the gate. So 
these guys, so we knew we wanted, like we've been working on this project for an entire year with Robert, an entire year. And when we came up with the blend, we knew that we wanted this to be fresh rolled. So Jordan, that was the trick, right? The trick was we had to then wait <laughs> to do the final well, then rolling it's scary because like, is it going to be like right. what we remember it, to, right. what it was like? <laughs> so like when we had this initially, we were like, we love it, but we want it just like it is right now. And so Robert was like, yeah, that's the key here. We want it just like it is right now, but we're not going to be releasing this thing for a long time. So what do we do? We have to get all the packaging ready, the bands ready, everything ready, and then roll the cigars like directly before the release, which was not too far. You know, I mean, there's, you know, obviously there's some age on these, but not like your typical cigar. So the beauty of these bad boys is you're going to get to taste what it's like to have a cigar fresh rolled right off the rolling table, essentially, uh, as close as you can get to right off the rolling table. But that's what makes this cigar so good. It's packed with flavor, and it hasn't been sitting around. Remember, like a Lancero, that's the that's the thing with a Lancero, right? A Lancero, there's not as much tobacco in there. So there's not as much tobacco to meld together. Like the flavors don't need as much time to meld together. You have a you have a Robusto or you have a Toro. You need some time for those tobaccos to kind of meld together and marry and become friendly with one another. Well, and it'll be interesting because you'll smoke a couple when you get the bo- bundle, and then you wait a year, six months, a year, right? And you might have something different. But guys, don't when you when you buy these, it's two weeks from today. The the uh, the pack is going to be eighty nine ninety five a bundle. It'll be sold at Smoke In. We're going to have a release party, and if you anywhere in, anywhere at all near the Boynton Beach store, the Smoke In Boynton Beach store on November sixth, that's a Wednesday night. If you're anywhere near there, please come to the party. Uh, the party will start at seven p.m. at the Boynton Beach store and Smoke In in South Florida. Um, so you can buy them there first, and then two days later. That would be uh, November 8th, which is a Friday. They will come out at noon Eastern time. Just like we normally do our releases, we'll send an email, da 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 all that stuff. But there's only 300 of these, Jordan. Super limited. Super limited. And you're going to want to get your hands on it, and you're going to want to smoke some right away. Like, I know, I know, like, the gut reaction, Jordan, is to say, oh, I'm going to hang on to these bad boys. That's why I buy two bundles. I'm going to hang on to these and I'm going to stick them in my humidor. You definitely want to buy more than one bundle. And I'm going to save them. But I beg you guys to try at least one or two right off the truck because that is, I think, really, in my opinion, this is when they're going to be best. It's like right off the truck because they're just packed with flavor. I just smoked one earlier tonight. smoked a couple yesterday. I love, yeah, yeah, Chad, only 300. You're killing me, Smalls. I know. There's only 300, but it is a Lancero. And so because it's a Lancero, it's a little bit more, you know, the Lanceros don't sell like a Robusto or a Toro. So 300 seem to be like the number. And if everybody loves it, who knows? Maybe we'll come up with it again in the future. We had never done really any thin ring gauge until this year, Lonsdale and Lancero. In the same year. Same year. year. Right, same year. Branching up. The Lancero, guys, I'm telling you, the Far Eastern Standard. It is a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. It's got an Indonesian binder and then Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. And that's what I'm so excited about for you guys to get to try because I think, I feel like this is as excited as I've been for a cigar in a long, long time. Just because instantly when you light it up, instantly, Jordan, there's no like, oh, you know, See what it does. See what it does. It's not like that at all. It's like instantly you're going to like this cigar, and I feel like this could be an instant classic. But um, I I really want to get your guys' opinion on that uh, when you get them in hand in a couple weeks. We handed them out to the Dojo Studio tonight. Yes, we did. So Quinn and Matt and Scott will (laughs) all tell us what they think. Of the release tonight, Matt's got his Bills shirt on. I'm sorry about that, Matt. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Sorry, you know, what are you going to do? But uh, hey, guys, um, tonight on the show, uh, one of our favorite guests that we've had on several times, uh, we're bringing him back because uh, he's he's one of the dojo friends. We have a lot of dojo friends, Jordan, but uh, one of the good dojo friends that, uh, that we have on occasionally. And this is going to be a fun show because not just the Far Eastern Standard release, 
but the Cabanas release. And we're going to talk a ton about that right now. But before we do, hey, just real quick so you guys know, I don't know if you guys realize this. Maybe some of you guys did. Maybe some of you guys didn't. But now there's an ongoing JR Cigar Dojo coupon code. Remember, like, we used to just do it on, like, a Friday night? There'd be, like, a Smoke Night yeah, Live like coupon. Yeah, like a weekend code. Now, if you use Dojo Forever, the Dojo, the number four. How appropriate. And then ever on JR Cigars, get this, 18% off all the time. What? All the time. 18% off. Oh, my God. I All the time. You don't even need to wait for a special Smoke Night Live, live episode. So, I have cigars running so through my head. write that down right now. Write that down right now. Dojo forever. You get 18% off JR Cigars night and day. I mean, you know, some restrictions apply. Obviously, that's typical, right? Because there are some limited cigars and stuff like that. But if, as far as just regular purchases go, 18% off. That You can't do better than that, Jordan. No. You can't do, you can't do better than that. That's insane. All right, let's get bring our guest on, Nick Labretti from uh, JR Cigars. Nick, how the heck are you, my friend? I'm doing very well, guys. How, how's everyone in the dojo family doing over there today? Yeah, uh, look, we're doing good. It looks like you're hanging out in the kitchen. Yeah, this is my little <laughs> my little dojo, if you will, my little Zen garden, my kitchen, and my living room. Right. My ex- it's kind of where I do a lot of my meditating. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the kitchen is a good place. Got a nice for... little bottle collection going up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a frat guy in his early 20s, so I got to say all my <laughs> How come everybody does that? You just have to do it. It's, yeah. it's yeah. Just something you uh, just are driven to do. You save your bottles because you like, it's like, it's sort of like a rite of passage. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, I remember when I drank I that. I remember that one. I remember yeah, I remember. nothing impresses women more than like, hey, look at all those booze that I drink. When I'm- <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, we're excited to have you on the show because of the new cigar. So let's just dive right into it. The the new uh, release with Jerry Cigars Come and on, the guys at uh, Jamie Garcia, uh, Jaime Garcia, uh, Don Pepin Garcia blended this bad boy. Let's talk about the uh, Cabanos right there, right there. Boom. So the Cabanas was a project that um, our company had been working on for a while. So Cabanas originally, it's one of the, if not the oldest, uh, Cuban heritage brand on record. It dates back to 1810. So um, if you know the history of some of the Cuban brands, um, H. Upman, Partagas, you know, those were all in the late 1840s, 1850s. Um, Romeo uh, was around the 1850s, 1860s, I believe. Monte Cristo wasn't until the 1920s, and obviously Cohiba wasn't until the 60s. So in terms of any kind of well-known um, Cuban brand, the Cabanas brand was the first one. Uh, it was it didn't get the international recognition that a lot of the other brands got, um, so it faded out. I think it was discontinued in the '60s. Then it was brought back in the '80s as more of a machine-made, you know, mass-produced product. And then finally, completely discontinued in um, 2004. So when creating this project, we wanted to invoke that those original kind of Cuban days, you know, like, like the, the good old days, if you will of Cuban tobacco. Um, and there was only one, you know, common place to, you know, common sense place to do that. And that was with the, uh, the Garcia family. Um, Pepin Garcia is, uh, what's ranked as a eighth, a master level eight, uh, cigar roller in Cuba. He was one of their premier blenders and rollers before immigrating to, um, to Miami, uh, in the early two thousands. So to kind of get his take and the Garcia family's take on this project was really interesting and re- and really cool, and I kind of think it fit into the story and the theme of it very well. So Don Don uh, Pepin Garcia said about this blend. I'm going to show it, Jordan. I'm going to show it on the uh, show this box again. I love this old school box, by the way. It's got yeah. like, you know, it's got the nail and the lid there. It's got the nail yeah, and the lid. Traditional Cuban esque in, in in its style, which I which I really but but not like paper hinges. Too- yeah, so so I I think it worked out very well. I should bring hey you uh, I should bring the studio. Uh, you guys from the studio audience want to come around and grab one? Just just each one of you just let's just hand one of these out to the guys and and, and see what they think of these as we're doing the show. There's pass one to me too because I'm Matt's. I'm going to this cigar is going to end. Give I'm one gonna... to Jordan. There we go. Give one to Jordan. Let's see uh, Quinn. It's Quinn's coming in. Thank you. You're welcome. Scott from Trinity Cigar Company is coming in. Trinity Cigars, the coolest mobile cigar. There we go. All right, so everybody now has one, Nick. Everybody in the studio has one. We're all going to smoke them together with you. So 
<laughs> keep on going. Uh, keep on going. You're doing good. So um, the blend uses um, a Habano uh, Rosado wrapper, uh, very similar to what you'll find on the original, original My Father blend, the one that, that Jaime made um, back in whatever it was, 2006, 2007. Um, I liken these cigars not really in – in flavor, but in kind of the theme, I liken them to um, an Opus X. I've always said about the Opus X that an Opus X is fantastic out of the box if you like, you know, a lot of spice, a lot of flavor. But if you let an Opus X sit for just like the littlest bit, there's almost nothing like it in the world. Um, that's how I feel about the Cabanas. When we first were blending it and we got the original uh, blends in, we all really liked it. But I was like, oh man, this has got a lot of stuff going on, though. I wonder, you know, so so we took some and we let them sit for just two months. And then right before the launch last week, me and Greg, who does the po- our podcast with us, uh, me and Greg lit some up, uh, like the older ones up, and we're like, oh, I'm, all right, this is hitting. It, it was, it's definitely, in my mind, the best private label cigar we've ever done. Um, it's really in that higher, higher realm, um, you know, better quality tobaccos. Uh, and it's our first project that we've got to do with Pepin's direct involvement. We did do a, a sub, uh, a crafted by series with Jaime, but this is the first one we've ever done with actual Don Pepin working on it. So we were just really thankful he got to work on it. Um, we were really happy how the blend turned out. I mean, you know, we're all cigar nerds in my office, uh, the entire buying department. So it was really important for us that we didn't, really didn't care about price or what it looked like. Like we just wanted to make sure we had a banging cigar, and we we got exactly what we wanted. So this is a Nicaraguan puro. Because mm-hmm. you have uh, the Nicaraguan Habano Rosado wrapper. Yep. You have a, uh, a binder that's from Jalapa, so you get a little bit of sweetness from that. A of sweetness. Exactly. And then uh, the fillers are all Nicaraguan. So it's, a, mm-hmm. it's an all-Nicaraguan experience, but it's blended to sort of bring you back to those sort of Cuban days. Although I'd say, I'm going to guess, I'm just going to say, this is probably a lot more flavorful and, and strong than, and more full-bodied than you know, like the old-school... You know, Cuban, but that's good because let's face it, those old Cuban cigar days are over, and people don't smoke that style anymore, really. Exactly, exactly. I mean, even even if you look at the sizes that are popular now, I mean, yeah, me and you love a Lancero. I mean, one of my favorite sizes is a thinner, you know, like a six by by forty eight, six by forty six. These are not sizes that are are really popular among the general population, but these are very Cuban esque sizes. I mean, if you look at anything that Kyle Geller sells with Warped, um, they're very Thinner, smaller, Cuban-esque sizes. So even even the sizes have, have transitioned as have like uh, the, the kind of blend styles. But uh, from what I, you know, I've talked to several. You know, as have you. We, we probably interviewed the same people a bunch of times. Um, and the closest they always say to getting to that Cuban soil and Cuban flavor and that Cuban experience is in Nicaragua. So making the cigar Nicaraguan puro just really fit into the theme we were going for. So uh, these are available now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. You can buy them now at JR Cigars. And what's what's your personal favorite size in the lineup? There's four, a, there's four there's four sizes, right? Let's go through those. Yep. So uh, this is actually surprising because even though I I normally enjoy a Churchill, it's not something that I normally is my go to. But the Churchill size and the Cabanas just really mm. I don't know, man. I, I think it's just how the blend, how the fillers are layered in there. And I think you get that kind of full length of wrapper tobacco and filler tobacco instead of having to have it chopped up to fit into a smaller package. The Churchill smokes really, really well. Okay. Um, like something, you know, you have your traditional Torpedo. You have a little bit of a thicker Toro in the Toro Gordo. You got a 6x56. And then you have the uh, traditional 5x50 uh, Robusto. But in my my personal, I, I've tried all the different sizes. Uh, the Churchill really smokes the best for me, personally. All right. So this, by the way, that we're smoking here is the Toro Gordo, which is a chunk of a cigar. Yeah. You got that nice 56 ring gauge on there. Yeah. Give you a little, yeah. more, a little more oomph. A little more oomph. And these are affordable. So we're talking about yeah. essentially eight, close to $9, all the way up to just under 11 for yeah. the whole for the whole spectrum of them. Yeah, and surprisingly enough, I mean, we've had some fantastic uh, private label cigars that companies made for us. Um, we have several with AJ Fernandez, our Uncharted line, um, and our uh, uh, the Witch Doctor. We have one that uh, Naxa, the same factory that makes me Carita. We have uh, um, the, our Bone Shaker that they make for us. We have some really top of the line, very popular private labels. But we were going something different. We wanted something a little more high end, both yet yeah, in price point, but also in quality. We wanted a 
more, we'll say Monte Cristo, my father-esque experience with a cigar instead of just like, hey, this is pretty good and it's a good price. We wanted that feeling, but on a higher end, and I think we absolutely got that. I think we nailed it with the Cabanas. I got to say, uh, Nick, this is the nicest looking, you know, sort of like private label one that you guys have done, in my opinion. Totally. Yeah, I mean, we we really, um, and, and we're trying to, we're changing our, our style of it now, but we have always gone for, yes, obviously quality, but um, also price. We want to make, you know, we always want to make sure everything is affordable. What we were able to do with the Cabanas is make something that's still affordable. I mean, in this day and age, I mean, some of our favorite cigars that, you know, top 25 cigars of the year, they're always going to be in that $10 range or higher. Very rarely are you seeing anything in the $5 range really getting 95 ratings anymore. It's just the nature of the beast. Um, so we feel that even though this is higher end and more expensive and a little more flashy than our normal private labels, it's still within the realm of very affordable for today's customer. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, anytime you're under 11 and you're getting this much tobacco from, you know, exactly. from my father factory, you can't, you can't complain about that. So uh, how long have you guys been working on this you know, re-release of this product that you said was you know, discontinued in the 2000s or whatever. How long did it take you to get back to here? So high-end guys, so people way above my pay grade, um, have been working on it, I believe, well over a year and a half. Um, I, uh, Me and my, you know, the, like the marketing team and, and the product merchants, we were brought in eight months ago to start putting together uh, a plan on basically how to sell it, you know, how, how we wanted it to look and everything. Um, they had given us basically like, all right, so here's here's what it's going to be called. Here's the history behind it. Here's the blend, and here's who's making it. And right off the bat, I knew like well, I'm like, well, you got I was a little like shocked, but you got Pepin Garcia involved in this. Like it was it was awesome. So being able to work off of that, um, yeah, it took us probably just about a year and a half to uh, to get the blend right. Uh, we were sent a bunch of samples from them, um, which is important. I mean, especially when you're trying to sell cigars. I mean, I do cigar reviews, and yeah, sometimes I gotta do a review for a cigar that I don't really enjoy. But when it comes to a big release like this, it's important to get your cigar nerds kind of, you know, behind it and make sure, because then that way they're going to push it more and be more excited about it. So it was really important for us to get the blend just right. So we got to work on a few different blend options, and we settled on this one. I'm not going to say settled. We, we decided on this one because not only was it great, you know, the initial blends we got, but like I said before, we really saw the potential in, like, you know, it's a great box purchase because you can smoke five now, smoke five in two months, smoke another five, you know, a few months after that, and it's going to get better each and every time. It's just, it's got a lot of potential in that way. Um, but out of the box, I think they're great. If you like a good spice, a little bit of richness from that, from that Rosado wrapper, um, some nice earthy tones to it as well. But uh, when everything settles in, like, like I said, like a month, it's, it's definitely, it, it, I think it's even one of the better My Father cigars I've ever had. And that's, saying a lot considering what he does for Tatuaje, Ashton, his own brands. This is definitely up there and one you know, after like I said, that month, one of the best blends I think he's ever done. You know, it seems like nowadays there's not a lot of releases, especially like these types of releases that are in a twenty count box. Did you consider just doing a ten count box, make it more accessible or what what was the was it just like, oh no, we want to like stick to the stick to our guns, stick to the way it used to be and make it a 20-count box just like an old-school box? Yeah, well, we, we wanted to. So when it comes to when we do releases with um, some smaller companies or if we're working on a, a more boutique kind of brand, I mean, I've always been an advocate of just coming out with five packs and ten packs because the newer, you know, eight cigar smokers, guys like, you know, you guys, me, we like samplings of different things. So, you know, I, I feel like the buying a whole box is really reserved for something very limited, um, just, just, you know, in terms of the upcoming generation, but with a cigar like this and at the price we got it and trying to fit into that very Cuban-esque feel of, of, of you know, the, the traditional Cuban cigars that were packaged in a box of 20, it just felt right. And especially when we, when we decided on the blend and found out how much it was going to cost, it just made sense to do it in a box of 20 because it's still very affordable. Um, and like I said, I personally, I like having now that option, like, oh, I have 10 to smoke over the next few weeks and then 10 to save. You know, when you go out and release something in a five-pack, you're kind of limited. Like, all right, yeah, I can smoke one now, but you never really get the true feeling of a cigar from just smoking one. you got to smoke, like, two or three. And you have that option now with Cabanas to kind of smoke a few over a select period of time and really see how 
the aging has made a difference. But um, you know, it, we, we never really thought of releasing this one in a in a fiber uh, or a, a straight ten pack. Uh, we wanted to keep it traditional. We wanted to keep it in that, like I said, Cuban heritage kind of style. Plus, it, you know, let's face it, it looks super cool in your humidor. You know, the box is just going to look, it looks like a box of Cuban cigars. It does. Oh, totally. it, the, the bands on it, I mean, in terms of my favorite things about the project that I've done, it was the blend, obviously, and then right underneath that was the bands. I think they're some of the coolest looking bands that, not only just for a private label from a retailer, but some of the best looking, you know, new bands on the on the yeah, market. Yeah, very traditional, um, very traditional looking band, and uh, it came out perfect. It came out really nice, and I think that this perfect. is going to be one that, uh, especially in a couple months, this might be. Uh, right. Somebody was asking if they could use the Dojo Forever uh, coupon code on this, and I assume so, right? I don't know. Um, I, uh, we don't should be able to. Yeah. The only thing is, I don't. I only have the deal going with the cutter, so I'm not sure. Uh, but try it, and if it doesn't work, then it, that's your answer. Then it doesn't work. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know. Basic message, man. I'll see what I can do. Dojo <laughs> fan. Hey, uh, Nick. I love. I'm a big fan of your YouTube channel. Thank you very and, much. And uh, one of your recent top, so like you do top five stuff and we do top five stuff. And tonight's show is all about top five stuff, which we'll get into oh. after the commercial. But before we get to the commercial, I just want to say like you, you, you recently released a uh, top four dojo cigars video, which is really cool. And uh, talk a little bit about that. The dogma was in there. The whiskey rebellion was in there. That was a cool video, man. So, this, oh, by the way, my boss just texted me, and you can get the, the box with the cutter and the discount. Oh, so that's incredible. Go. 18%. That's practically 20% off right there. Yeah, well, Christine always likes to keep an eye on me when I do these shows to yeah. make sure I don't get off the rails. They're so. basically <laughs> paying you to Yeah, they're basically paying with that discount. you to buy yeah. it if you use the Dojo Forever coupon code. So, so uh, Eric, this goes back to, I think, one of my first times on your show. Um, and I had already tried a bunch of Dojo releases. We had done some, and I had gotten... Uh, I remember I got a sarsaparilla from uh, from a friend of mine, and I think I, I told him like, "Oh, you should really, you know, collect a lot of them and like, you know, do some kind of sampler with them." Um, and then uh, now that a, a few of them, including you know the ones that we we sell privately, like the uh, the Untitled Room One Hundred One Noodle Project, and ones like the Dogma and the Intemperance uh, Whiskey Rebellion were made, uh, you know, readily available to the general public. I'm like, we should definitely do a top dojo sampler. Um, and it and it just fit, and and now uh, we had uh, we have a bunch of we had we had a few extra coins, you know, on top of our our stock for the the untitled project. And I'm like, no, let's give them four cigars and a coin, man. And, so you uh, get the coin with the sampler. Yeah. So yeah, guy, so we, here's the coin, Jordan. And show, that coin show, show has the coin. kind of special powers. The to coin it. has special powers, as you know, because if you do something really cool with this coin, post it on social media with hashtag Noodle Power, and you tag us and Matt Booth or Room 101 brand, you could win some really cool stuff. So that's a great way to get this coin if you don't want to get the whole noodle pack. Get the Dojo Sampler with the Dogma. It's got a it's got the Dogma, the Whiskey Rebellion. It's got the uh the Camacho Imperial Stout, right? So yeah, and the the reason you couldn't have the turtle in there is because that's sold out. That yeah. one hurt i'm like i even i went to the head of the buying department i'm like listen i know we're sold out <laughs> like we're because we we make these samples very limited the idea of these samples is yes we make some money on it but we have a great msrp on them and they're really just to get some of these cigars that maybe you know that that customers who like them you know like dojo fans who you know can't afford a whole box of foundation or a whole box of steve Saka. well here's a nice little sampling of them at, you know at, at, a, at a good price Right. So we very limited amounts of these samples because we're not out to screw anyone. We're not out to screw the manufacturers. We usually only make 20, maybe 25 packs. So I was asked, I'm like, listen, do we just have like two <laughs> packs? I think the Psychedelic Turtle, oh, man, that might be – that's up there with the Dogma and with the, um, with the Camacho in terms of my favorite releases you guys have done. That's a hitter. Yeah, that unfortunately that one just went so fast. It went all that that same day. It sold out so yeah, fast. And then so. They, I think they brought thirty to smoke under the Carolinas, and they they were gone within like an hour. Right. I got at the table at the event. All right, so um, so guys, we're gonna get you guys involved. This is an audience participation show, and so after I I do this commercial, Jordan, uh, we are gonna get right into our f Fab Five lists, and this is when we need 
the Fab Five list is when we need your help on Facebook. If you guys participate on Facebook when I bring these lists up, that is how you enter. And we'll go through, I, I think probably Sunday while I'm watching the football game, I will look through the entries and we'll pick a couple winners. So just be ready. Have your fingers ready, guys. Have your fingers ready because it's coming up fast. But just so you know, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. And uh, by the way, if you go to the JR Cigars store in North Carolina, which I did recently, it's absolutely, it's absolutely incredible. It's like Cigar Valhalla. It's heaven for cigar smokers. <laughs> but their online cigar, obviously, uh, online cigar store, obviously, is what we're promoting now. It's amazing. JR Cigars inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars all the way to incredibly high-end boxes, including the brand-new exclusive Cabanas, crafted by the legendary Don Pepin Garcia. Don't forget to check out their social media pages, which we just talked about, because they're great, including YouTube, where they feature cigar reviews, interviews, and their famous weekly top five. This week, they have a very special top sampler, the top four cigar dojo releases including the Room 101, Untitled Project, Underground Dogma, and more. So check that out. JR Cigars is your one-stop shop for all things cigars. And if it wasn't for JR Cigars, Smoke Night Live wouldn't be possible, guys. So please support our sponsors. It means everything to us. All right. Let's get right into it. Let's bring our guest back on. This is episode 216, Jordan, of Smoke Night Live. We're here with uh, Nick Libretti of JR Cigars. And because... JR Cigars does a lot of top five lists, and we do top five lists occasionally, although we've been doing three lately, but we do top five as well. We're going to do uh, some, some top five, and as I said, if you missed the beginning of the show, there's two prizes. One prize is an all-dojo sampler of top five dojo you know, cigars that we've released in the past, and the other will be the um, Cabano, top, a five-pack of the Cabanos with the cutter so you'll get both of those so there'll be two winners tonight one will win the dojo cigars and one will win the new cabanas Cabanos. so uh guys you got to participate if you want to win and you got to be clever and you got to be smart and you got to do things you know catch my attention right so here we go now i here's the trick here i have not told nick i've not given nick any heads up at all yeah, as, I have no idea what we're doing. As to so, what we're gonna do, Nick, is I'm gonna say the top five something, and then me and you and Jordan and the Dojo community are going to try to formulate these lists as best we can on the fly. On the fly, without you knowing what it's going to be. That's the genius of deal this. Deal with it. <laughs> That's the genius <laughs> of this deal with it. segment. All right. So the first one, Nick. This one. This one will maybe be a little easier. I thought let's start with the cigar-related list, okay? So I've done many of those. yeah, you've done many of those, many of those in the past. You've done some top five best uh, tailgating cigars. You've done all that kind of stuff. So you you'll probably be good at. You might have even done this list. I don't even know. So Dojo on Facebook right now. When I say this, help us make this list. And Jordan, help us help me bring the comments of right. the community we'll to can. the forefront. So here we go. Nick, the first one is, what are your top five cigars that you recommend to a newbie, a new cigar smoker? Now, I'm going to start. I'm going to give my number one, all right? I'm going to give one, and then we'll see what Nick says, and we'll see what the dojo community says. I always, Nick, I don't know why, I guess because I love the cigar, I always recommend the Espinosa Habano because... To me, it just seems like it's an approachable cigar. It's an affordable cigar. It's filled with flavor. It just seems like the perfect cigar to give somebody that's never smoked a cigar. It's not too strong, but yet it has that premium cigar flavor. It seems like the perfect cigar to give a newbie. What do you think of that pick? I like it, and I think it's good because you know a, a new cigar smoker, maybe they'll know what a Connecticut is, maybe. Um, they'll, maybe they haven't heard the word Maduro before, but to throw a Habano at them, they're like, oh, what is, you know, what is this? It's a great way to kind of introduce them to like, hey, this is like a spicy, like Nicaraguan cigar and, and kind of get them into that realm without overbearing them or, or making right. it you know, too strong. So I think that's, that's, a, that's a great choice. Really, really good. What do you, what, what are, what's another one, uh, Nick, that 
that you can think of off the top of your head that would seem approachable? Like, you know, how many times is how many times does this happen, Nick? Where you invite friends over, or you go somewhere, you go golfing, or whatever, and then there's a guy, and he's like, he's watching everybody smoke, but he's never smoked before, and he's like, hey, I want to try it, and you don't want to like give him like a crap cigar. Because no. then he would just hate cigars. So what? What's a what's another one, Nick, that you would say would be a good choice to recommend to a cigar newbie? This is always something that I've been, I've been recommending over the past few years um, for a lot of the same reasons you went with the uh, the Espinosa. Uh, I think the Charter Oak Broadleaf mm. uh, is, a, is a great choice. It's got that mellow to medium strength. You're not going to kill them with nicotine, um, but it's got a fuller body. It's got that nice dark chocolatey Broadleaf wrapper. Um, and obviously Nick does a great job uh, blending it, and I think it's got it, it's a great way to t- some. Like yeah, you can give somebody just you know a nice mellow Connecticut, and like hey, you'll be able to smoke this. But I like to teach them something, so I I like to show them that hey, with this cigar, you know, it's a darker wrapper, but that doesn't mean it's stronger. It means it's going to have more of a body, more of a this flavor. So you get to give them that experience without overwhelming them with way too much strength, like a Jacob's Ladder, something that's just way too much for a new smoker. Um, and they also get to taste like. The real kind of cigar flavors, that real richness and and chocolatiness that that a Maduro comes with, um, and I think it's 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 appealing. I mean, that's what kind of got me into the cigar industry is that realm that realm of cigars. Not really something that's, that's just very smooth and creamy. That's like a, a that's a great pick, and so is the uh, Connecticut version of that. It's also yeah a good Both pick are- of that. But we're getting a ton of really good ones, Jordan. One of the ones that came up on here from uh, users that I thought was good. Is a Herrera Esteli mm-hmm. from Drew Estate. That's another good one, I think. If you could give them a Lonsdale in that, that would be a fantastic one. So now we have three. We have three. Jordan, do you have one that you want to throw in there? Uh, well, I think a lot of like the modern style Connecticut's are good, like uh, Perdomo Champagne mm-hmm. or maybe like the Tea Connecticut, something like that. That's good. Uh, somebody said Guardian of the Farm, which would be good. Mm-hmm. Um Crown Heads La Cream. I'm not sure. I I don't okay. know. I don't know if I, yeah I don't know if I'd go with that route. Or a, a Crown Heads. That would be the, the Luminosa would be a better choice. Mm. Uh, I love the La Creme. Uh, it's one of my favorite cigars from uh, from John and the Crown Heads guys. But I think the Luminosa might be to see a little more approachable. Rosa Sharon. How about this? Would you recommend? Because let's face it, we all know that acid cigars bring a ton of sm- cigar smokers into the premium cigar realm. Would you recommend an infused cigar to a new cigar smoker? The Cuba Arte, I might. The Cuba Arte was really good. It's very. It has that. It has that. Um, uh, what's I can't think clove? of the, clove. Clove has that clove flavor. That, and that acid twenty. The acid twenty is sort of like well. tastes like Coca Cola. Right. Yeah. So depends on how new they are, I guess. Right. right. I, I th- like if they've never even tried a cigar. Right. Yes. That's a pretty good list that I, I think we've came up with though already. Just the the ones that we've. Somebody said toast. Toast. Yeah, so yeah. toast is one too. So all right, um, here we go. Let's go on to our next one. Now this one, I already have the five answers. Nick, I need you to put them in order. All right. Oh. I already Fresh. have the five answers, but you have to put them in order. So here it is. The top. I want you to rank the top five national fast food restaurants from worst to best. All right. Now I already have them. Now you just got to rank them for me. Now this one isn't as much audience participation. This one's just for Nick. All right. So here they are. You know why? You gotta. You gotta rank these from worst to best. All right. Let's see what we got. Right, so we got McDonald's. Mm-hmm. We got Burger King. We got Taco Bell, KFC, Chick Fil A. So you have to rank them from worst, worst to best. To best. All right. Well, obviously, and I think everyone's on board here. Burger King is the worst out of those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, think I think everybody in the studio <laughs> just burst just out burst laughing, out laughing oh, because the... they all agree that Burger King was the worst. <laughs> you know, my, you know, my dad loves Burger King because he likes like the, the Whopper was like a big deal for him in the seventies, mm. like in college. Like he always got Whoppers, but no, Burger King. 
they have. I think they just came out with a taco. Like they're just trying well, anything at this point. Well, real quick here, Burger King has pretty good breakfast. I'm just gonna pretty toss, good breakfast. I'm toss that in. But I know so, that's like if if I'm you know in a bind, you know I could grab them. Yeah, because they got the real croissant. I, th- I think the problem yeah. with the Burger King burger is it feels to me. Maybe I'm wrong. It feels to me like they're just painting on like. Charbroil flavor. Yes. It feels like it's not. Yeah. Isn't real. this thing charbroiled? Can you, know? you taste it? But it's, it's, there's no way. It's like they don't have a like a charcoal grill in the back. Like they're no. not. Yeah. Like there's no way that it's, it's definitely some kind of weird alteration. Or mist doing. they spray on there. All right. So I I think everybody agrees with you, Nick. That's the worst. All right. So now we're so, down to now we're down yeah, to number four. Now I gotta like think. All right. Uh, so now we have McDonald's is left. Taco Bell. KFC, Chick-fil-A. Those are the remaining choices. Well, this is where I'm gonna, it's going to start to get to get controversial. I think my <laughs> next worst, even though I love them, is McDonald's. Okay. Um, it, it's great, man. I mean, I can do a 20-piece nug any day of the week. Um, it's just that the other three, to me, are just better. It, it just comes down really? to that. You would, yeah. you would rank Taco Bell ahead. Dude, Taco Bell is my number three. I love Taco Bell. <laughs> because, wow. first of all, it contrary to popular belief they're actually relatively healthy like they're actually not that bad for you it's a flour tortilla and ground beef with cheese on it there's not a lot of fried now they have unhealthy things they have those little donut holes with the juice in them or whatever it is they're really really good but in terms of this you know just regular soft shell tacos i mean it's not that bad for you and there's no better midnight snack you know I, I can eat three or four soft shell tacos you know drunk at 2 a.m and not feel horrible the next day uh, a, a big mac and some nuggets like it's not going to be a good it's not gonna be a good time nick are you admitting that sometimes at 2 a.m you're drunk uh no usually it's, i'm usually in bed by midnight at least <laughs> you know what's interesting about mcdonald's okay so that would be your number four pick right yeah number number four for nick is mcdonald's but what's interesting about mcdonald's is like the hamburger from McDonald's doesn't taste anything at all like a hamburger. Say, That's not a hamburger. But it's whatever it is, it's, it's not terrible. Good. Like no, it's not. <laughs> it isn't. It's definitely its own food group. It's like yeah, it's its own food. Yeah. It's not a hamburger. It's not well, a hamburger. <laughs> the fries alone elevate them pretty high for me. The, the fry, the fries make the difference because I I, I prefer a Wendy's burger. Yes. But I prefer McDonald's fries. Oh yep. yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, so according to Nick, we've got Burger King as number five. We've got McDonald's as number four. We have Taco Bell as number three. By the way, a bean burrito with cheese isn't terrible. A bean burrito with cheese at Taco Bell is not. It's not terrible. No, it's not. And and they're and they're still cheap. Like I don't know how they they're still like like a dollar and a half for a taco. If you spend ten bucks at Taco Bell, you feed your entire group of buddies like yeah every, everybody it's eats it's only like one friend but yeah we can we can feast like a, <laughs> yeah, we can have a nice a nice meal all right so uh, we're down to kfc and chick-fil-a two chicken joints mm-hmm. as number uh, one and number two where do you I, go i think everyone sees where this is going kfc number two um of course just fantastic i mean it's the it's the original fried chicken and Unless you're going to like some high end place now, like you're not going to get better fried chicken than KFC. It's just it's the place to go to get fried chicken. Their biscuits are on point. The side dishes, uh, I mean, you, you really can do no. They came out with a sandwich once, Eric, where the bun was chicken. <laughs> they they know what they sell, and that's just what they're going to sell, and they're on board. Wouldn't you say, Nick, that like KFC was like dead in the water? They were like dead in the water like f- f- five years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And they came up with this genius marketing, marketing strategy where, like, everybody was the colonel. Like Norm MacDonald. Norm yeah. MacDonald. And, 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 for su- and, and for some reason, that, like, turned my opinion on KFC. Like, it literally changed my opinion of how I felt about them. Well, at this point, I've been, tell- I've been writing them for a few years. They haven't answered me. Uh, they should start <laughs> selling waffle fries and do a chicken and waffles. Yeah. Yes. That's brilliant. You know, but they don't, listen. they don't listen to their customer base. No. So that um, that does mean though that you put Chick Fil A at number one. Come and on, let's let's face it; it's incredible, yeah. right? It is. I mean, first of all, the food is ridiculous. Not that expensive. I mean, I got I just actually got it with my boss, Christina. You know, we got it last week because they just built one by our office, um, and I got like the whole deluxe chicken, like the whole meal with all the stuff on it, and 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 two sides. It was like it was like ten bucks for like the massive deluxe meal with with uh, a drink. Fries, and I got an, another side too. 
The food is great. The prices are great. They come to your car to take your order if the line is too long. Yes. The service is on point. Um, it's just, overall, it is the best fast food experience. Food plus price plus service. I can't believe how they get everybody at the store to be so friendly. Like, oh, I yeah. mean, literally, they will, like... I mean, it's because they pay them well. Like, like it's one of the, it's it's a fast food joint that pays you before minimum wage was fifteen dollars. That's what they were paying, so they get you know more of a, a, a quality kind of worker that that would do that. You know what I mean? The only thing is, they say they have to do the my pleasure thing. It's a, a little too much. Like sometimes <laughs> I find myself not saying thank you intentionally because I know no, Jordan, the response is going to be my pleasure, and I so like sometimes I'll say like thank you like multiple times in a. In a single transaction, I don't want to hear my pleasure mentioned that many times. Now that's that's much better than firehouse. Of course, where but, you just you know, where you, I'm getting nitpicky here. Where you walk in and everybody always says, "Welcome, Welcome to firehouse." It drives me drives me nuts. Firehouse, you're, yeah. sorry, go I, on. I agree. I agree with Jordan, but oh, Matt, they audience have not been saying my pleasure. They oh, uh, so you're, say Matt's you, saying that maybe they say have a great day. Uh, I would much rather have a great day. I don't want to hear that you're getting pleasured while I'm <laughs> talking about my food. Jack puts in the sauce. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, so let's let's. In terms of sandwich, the sandwich fast food place, like as an Italian from North Jersey, I I go to no sandwich fat, like no Subway, no Blimpy, no Quiznos. Like I go to an actual deli first. I'll never sure. get like a fast food sandwich. Yeah, that's rough, right? We don't now in Colorado. Unfortunately, we don't have that. So, firehouse, yeah. firehouse is about the best we got. So yeah, I'll, I'll send you some some various meats and everything, so you make your own sandwich. Yeah, there we go. All right. So according to Nick, here we have Burger King, number five, McDonald's number four, Taco Bell number three. Now I might swap three and four. I don't know what you think, Jordan. Yes. I might swap three and four with Nick, but I'm not gonna. I, I'm not. That's not gonna be a hill I'm gonna die on. I'm, I'll do mine real quick. It's Burger King last, Taco Bell, KFC, McDonald's, Chick Fil A. That's not terrible. We that's agree on the last and on the first, and that's the important. That's thing. right. We got the right. we got the sandwich in there. So, all right, here we go. The next one. Now, this is back where uh, Dojo. You guys need to participate on Facebook. We have two more of these lists. The top five. This is it. Nick, are you ready? The top five sure. excuses to drop everything and smoke a cigar. Now, a lot of people would say, like, oh, like, I closed a big business deal. I, I'm, I had a good round of golf. But, like, most of the time, like, on a daily basis, like, that's not happening. So what are some of the best excuses to just sort of, like, drop everything, tell your significant other, oh, man, I just got to have, like, here's one from me. I'll just start. One from me is, hey, there was this new cigar release today, and everybody's smoking it. I just got to, like, I have to go out in the backyard and smoke the cigar because, like, the cigar just came out today, honey, and I have to go out in the backyard and smoke this cigar. So to me, that's that's one of those ones where I can just I can get out of everything. It's like a get-out-of-jail-free card. I can just go out in the backyard smoke a cigar because there's some sort of event going on in the cigar world. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I mean, I think the, the simplest excuse is just like, I, I want to. Okay? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be here. We're doing what this is what's going on right now. I want to go enjoy a cigar outside. Like, I think I think that's that's my normal go to excuse. That's that's not a, a hilarious excuse, but it's a good one. I mean, like, uh, it's hilarious to when you see two people's reaction when they'll, when you're at like a baptism and you're like, oh, I want to go. For <laughs> I like this one. I'm going to walk the dog for a couple of hours. Oh, that's excellent. I, Patrick Larkin, I'm going to walk the dog. Walking the dog. That's a good one. How about mowing the lawn? Like mowing the lawn? Like I got to mow the lawn. I got to go. I got to mow the lawn, smoke a cigar. Jordan, what about you? What uh, what do you use? Stiff breeze rolled by. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, uh, Quinn, do we got one? Quinn's got one. My go-to is just that I'm on days off. I gotta have something to fill the day time. off. Yeah. A day off. That's excellent. Scott, you got one. Did the day end in why? Then it's time for a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Did the day end in why? All right, Dojo. So make sure that if you're watching, put your best excuse out there because you might be picked and you might win an incredible five pack. Steve said, "Honey, 
I need a cigar or someone's going to die. <laughs> wow. How about Jeez. this one? Oh, SNL is on. Got to go. That's good. Mike Hankins. See, this is this is what we were looking for when we asked for participation from the dojo community. These guys are genius. All right, we have just two left. All right, Nick, here we go. Oh, clean the garage. That's good. Chris, fuzzy. Yeah, good job. All right, top five, Nick. Now, since we're getting close to Halloween, Ooh, I had to put Jeff a couple. Todd. I had to put a couple of. Oh yeah, here we go. Real men don't need an excuse to smoke a cigar. That's good, but it also doesn't go along with the theme very well. But still, <laughs> he's a rebel. He's a rebel. All right, uh, it's Halloween's coming up, uh, Nick. So, the top five horror movies of all time. So when you sit down, Halloween, and you want to, you know, get your Halloween on. <laughs> What do you get your ween on? What do you uh, What do you flip on? Uh, I mean, all right, I, I got to be a little bit of a nerd here. Are we talking like for scares, or are we talking about like, like an overall kind of film experience? Well, let's just say it's uh, it's Halloween night, and the and the trick or treaters have left, and you're in the mood. All right, I live on the top floor purposely, so I don't have to answer their doorbell. And so you just want to get into the Halloween mode. Top five horror movies of all time. Uh, I mean, my number one, I, I think it's got to be the original Evil Dead. Oh, oh I was going to go Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 uh, is hilarious. Evil Dead 2, yeah, but Bruce Campbell and, yes. and Sam Raimi in the Cabin in the Woods movie. Uh, I mean, it, and it's, it's, it was shot for like 10 grand or something. It was ridiculously low budget. Right. Uh, it's just awesome. It's a, it's, a great, it's a great movie, a great horror movie, and it has those kind of ridiculously funny elements as well, but I, I love Evil Dead. A good horror movie should have some campiness to it, you know? You think? And it has yeah. that. Perfect element of that. I, I, li- I love it. And that's why I, I love the old classics. Frankenstein, The Mummy. Dracula. Dracula. Like, what, what is it about those old movies that, that makes them so fun? Like, they, the acting is weird because it's, like, from a different era, but it mm-hmm. still holds up, you know? Like, you still... I don't know what it is. I I just love like the old Shaun of the, the Dead. old Frankenstein. Oh yeah, Charles Green says Shaun of the Dead. That's a great. Classic. By the way, that's a, that is a great movie. That's a great movie. That's it definitely got to be. That's hilarious. I mean, that movie's so funny. What's the scariest movie you ever saw, Nick? <sighs> scariest movie. Well, like literally, was there one that you watched and then that night when you went to bed, you were a little like, you were still kind of freaked out. Yeah, I I would have to say it had to be Twenty Eight Days Later. Because mm-hmm. that introduced the idea of a fast zombie, which, like, never happened. Like, you, know, you see any zombie movie ever, Night of the Living Dead, Shaun of the Dead, any of those. It's like, even w- The Walking Dead, it's like, at least, how are these things a threat? They're moving at a mile an hour. <laughs> like, just keep walking faster than them away and you'll be fine. But it introduced these, like, first of all, it was, like, apocalyptic. The guy woke up and, like, everybody was gone. And he finds this group of survivors. And not only were the zombies incredible, like, way faster than you... But the minute you got any kind of their blood on you, like, you were turned, like, within a minute. It wasn't like, oh, he's got a few hours. It was you were instantly turned into one of those zombies. Mm. And I, I think it was just great. And I saw it in theaters. Scared the crap out of me. I think the scariest movie I ever saw was Session 9. Oh, it's my fave. It was easy. That movie was a low-budget movie, and I literally went to bed that night scared. Of, I, and I'm not the kind that gets scared at all. Like, I love, none of that scares me at all. But right, session I, nine was hard for me to get scared of like monsters, mm-hmm. but that's why that one is so is is more of like a a it, mental. It's a mental. It's a it's a psychological, psychological horror yes. movie. So those are some good picks. We've got tons of great responses off the dojo. You guys are amazing. All right, the final of our Fab Five lists goes like this, and this one I think that you can really uh, sink your teeth into. No pun intended, Nick. The top five most disappointing items that you would get when you were trick or treating. You know, like you're, you're trick or treating, and like you get like the full Snickers bar. You're super excited. You get, you know, M and M's. You get the, the, but then you get like that really hard, that really hard candy that came in like a wax paper yeah. that was like black or orange. You know. Mm-hmm. And he had to like, un- yeah, it was it was a pain. That was that was one of them right there. That was terrible. What are some other things that you'd get like in your trick or treat bag that you were like, oh god, well, I gotta throw this instantly away? When I was a kid, some people would give away like 
like 50 cents. Like they would just give away change when I was a kid. It was <laughs> funny, but now it's like, no, I could always use the, the toll money. Um, but I would say, first of all, like candy corn is just, it was, it just got awful. Well, oh, yeah. that's one where like that that kind of brings up a uh, Robbie Rasmussen said dental floss. Like, <laughs> who would give away yeah, dental? Every little dentist house on Halloween to give you garbage. Well, I've seen toothbrush, dental floss, and toothpaste. Wow, raisins, raisins. I don't happens. know that. I, now here's one. Here's one, Nick. Have, did you ever get like a candied apple? Now don't get me wrong. Like I love candied apples. Like I love a caramel apple. Right? It's amazing. But when you get it in your trick or treat bag, you're thinking to yourself like. Somebody made this with their hands. Did they, yeah. I got a rock. I got a rock. Did they, wa- did they wash their hands? I'd rather have it at like a state fair with like a dirty carny making it. I'd exactly. much rather have that. Yes, yeah. a stale popcorn ball. Jay Stanley just said that's another one. It's like I don't Ugh. want a homemade. Yeah. I don't want a homemade. Anything homemade, I'm throwing out. Instantly. Anything homemade in oh, there. Poison this. And likely. as a parent, well, like when my kids oh, yeah. get those, like I say instantly, throw them away. Just throw them away instantly. Just throw that away. Right. And any, I mean, I might be in the minority here. I hate anything with coconut. So, like, mounds, bars, I'll like, enjoy. instant garbage. Instant garbage. I don't know. I disagree with that one. I totally agree. You yeah, agree I, with that one? Yes. This, those are terrible. No, coconut is amazing with chocolate. Coconut and chocolate is incredible. Well, I don't know. Maybe that combo is good, but the candy bar is terrible. Candy, ah. Yeah. Candy bar sucks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys. Yeah, I... I, I now, Nick, you brought up one where I, I've, I've seen people do, like, they throw, like, like pennies into people's bags. Oh, yeah, I got that. That's not, no. Yeah, go out and, like, come on, how much does candy cost? Like, go out and buy it. Here's what drives me crazy is in our neighborhood, like, you know, it's an okay neighborhood. It's not the fancy neighborhood or anything, but it's an okay neighborhood. And, like, there'll be, like, busloads of people from other neighborhoods come into my neighborhood and, like, just pile out. Like, they're obviously from some other neighborhood. You know, I'm just, I don't know. Call me a, an old fuddy-duddy, but I feel like you need to trick-or-treat in your own. Jay Stanley got a roll of quarters. That's, that's like, not that's bad. That's like 10 bucks. Like, yeah, who's get, good. Like, you could, go to, you could go to Vegas. And I would just keep that. hitting that house up. There's, there's always that house, Nick, that, that gives, like, the full candy bar and, like, everybody, yes. like. I don't know where you would trick-or-treat. I never got full. The only full-size thing I ever got was, like, a full Reese's cup instead of the minis. I never got, like, full Snickers or full Hershey's. <laughs> you must have trick-or-treat in those fancy neighborhoods. You need to be moving neighborhoods. Yeah, That's see, you, can, you need to bust in. Colorado, apparently, they're giving away, you know, full-size <laughs> bars. What was, the best, uh, what was the best Halloween costume that you ever uh, I was Zorro six years in a row. Six years in a row. <laughs> so it's just that good of a costume. Yeah, um, I just love Zorro, and like every year I got to buy a new sword. Like what? Yeah, what? Uh, old is one? So that's incredible. What's the most embarrassing one that you ever? Oh, look at this one. Oh, wait a minute. Chad says the other year we were trick or treating with the kids, and one house had candy for the kids, and the other had Jello shots for the adults. Yes. Now we're talking. Now that is That's amazing. I just saw a genius costume uh, online that somebody posted it from like a couple years ago. These frat guys went out and when so when you they would knock on the door, when you open the door, they had they built their own door that they would put in front of your door, and so you would open it and then they would pretend to be three old ladies giving you candy. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Jordan, that reminds me of the costume that you guys did when you were little. When the yes. kids were little. They they had like a bunch of kids together, and two of them were like a big wave. They were like a big wave, like made out of cardboard. And then when they opened the thing, it was Moses standing there, like the 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 Red Sea parted, and it was just Moses in the middle. Yes, that was pretty good. I have to say that my most embarrassing costume, Nick, and I'm I'm look, I'm gonna just admit right now this was completely wrong, but I went <laughs> as like a rapper, you know. Uh, oh, like Justin Trudeau? Uh, yeah, I did. Because I was a stupid teenager. I didn't know. Everybody was doing it. I didn't know. I, that was a terrible <laughs> thing to do. And I remember going to the grocery store and like walking out, and there was like people like like yelling at me, like, that's a stupid costume, you jerk. And I was like... We didn't get a photo to up, uh, uh, overlay on this one? I was Jeez. like, yeah, why did I do that? And now now I'm embarrassed by it. But, you know, you, when, you're, <laughs> when you're a teenager, you don't know. It was the 70s. Yeah. Come back. Come on. Piece of pizza one year. My mom handmade me a, a pizza costume. I was a crayon <laughs> uh, and, and a bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, we were cool. 
All right, Dojo. So if you guys participated, which a lot of you did, you are entered to win the contest. There's two five-packs we're giving away. I'll pick those winners on Sunday when I'm watching the football game because I'm usually – when I because, hey, I'm a Broncos fan, so I'm going to have plenty of free time on Sunday to go through these entries to figure out the winners. Uh, Matthew Hall, my mom made me the coolest Batman I wore five – yeah, at – Jordan and Dominic wore Batman and Superman for five straight and years. And then I was Scorpion from Mortal Kombat for five years straight, yeah. too. That, you can't Man. go wrong with that. Get over here. Get over <laughs> here. So, Nick, I want to thank you for joining us on Smoke Night Live on this Friday night. Man, I'm super excited about the uh, cigar. We're smoking it right now. It's delicious. Everybody should try it. Get it thank at JR you. Cigars. There really appreciate it. There we go. Make sure you use your uh, Dojo Forever coupon. To get mm-hmm. those bad boys. So, Nick, we'll have you back on in a couple months. Absolutely. Um, I'll be here. You let me know. Appreciate it, my man. Hey, guys, uh, Wednesday at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, it will be the next episode of Flavor Odyssey. This week's episode is the letter F. What will they pick, Jordan, for the letter F? Cigars and beer that start with the letter F. Uh, mm, Nick, do you got any letter Fs? Letter uh, Fs. No. Think, you got a Fuente? Could be a Fuente? Of course. Could be a Fuente? Right. Tenfitty. Tenfitty starts with an F. That's a good beer. Huh? Um, yeah, Foundation starts foundation. with an F. Foundation. Oh, see? This is why we have or Nick Fonseca. on. Huh? Yeah, for the Fonseca. Yes. Right. So, everybody, make sure to get your uh, letter F suggestions in uh, for the guys at the Odyssey. That's uh, Robbie Rasmussen and Randy Griggs. That's uh, Wednesday. That'll air. And then next Friday night, guys, get this. It's the Three Blind Mice Night. Three guys, three guys, it's me, Jordan, and Emmett from Blind Man's Puff. We're going to be blind tasting three cigars Robbie. and. <laughs> Robbie says it's H, actually. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, right. A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, E, F. You're like, what did I say? You're like two weeks back. Oh, yeah, they already did F. Sorry, it's H. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. I've been having too many uh, bourbons. It's H. It's H. But the next time around in the alphabet, we'll keep those stocked up. Herrera Esteli. Yes, I suggested that one. Herrera Esteli is an H. All right, sorry. I totally screwed <laughs> that up, Robbie. So, uh, yeah, they're on H, Patrick. I screwed that up. We got, we've established that I made a mistake. All right, so, and then next week, Jordan... We blind smoke three cigars, and we blind taste three different bourbons. Yes. So it'll be our first blind tasting of bourbons. Bourbon's tough. Like once you get pa- like past bourbon number two, yes. you just like they all start to they, yeah. That's blend a together. tough one. That is a tough one. So make sure to tune in next Friday night for Smoke Night Live for that. And then after that, guys, it's Lazona Palooza. We'll be down in Miami with Eric Espinoza, Juan Cancel, Bill Ives, and the gang. At Lazona Palooza. Yeah, thanks, Bill Carney. Somebody <laughs> check that glass. You're right. So we'll be down there in two weeks, and that'll be the day of the big release of the Far Eastern Standard. So until then, remember, never, never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys on Wednesday for Flavor Odyssey. Hey, hey. I'm Nick, man, and I buy my sweet, sweet stogies online. My website's got like 11 options, 12. I got like nine. So how was it going down? Anyway, they ship here super quick. Just ask my ma. Right, ma? Hmm? So yeah, like 12 to 13 business weeks he'll be here. So go to my website, man. I remember him. That was me. Sad, lonely, no women, wearing three-day-old underwear. That was before I discovered JRCigars.com, the world's largest cigar store. With a huge variety of cigars, the best prices, and the most amazing shipping options. I get my cigars just like that. So don't be like him. Be like me and order your cigars from jrcigars.com.